welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> we are going to be laughing a lot. We're so sorry. It took us 20 minutes to start this because we just kept laughing. Um, we're doing so, so well. <laughs> so this is, I'm here with my friend Shaniqua. She just finished her glass of wine. No, you didn't. She's in like I'm trying to be sub. I'm trying to like be good and not chug this. She's doing well. You're you're higher than me. So I know. Like, We're so. drinking two dollar bottles of wine. <laughs> um, you know, we're really classy. <laughs> so, anyways, welcome to Rants Now It's Over. Sorry for the long intro. This is Shaniqua. This is my girl. We met a few years ago um, through a mutual friend. We were in the same major, mm-hmm. and now we're friends, and we're chilling. Now we're friends. Now we're friends, and I was like, hey, I let's do a podcast. So she's here. So, okay, wait, nicknames we're real quick. We're as sideways as your butt right now. Yeah, we're as sideways it? as my hair looks. This shit's kind of crazy. If only you could see it. Yeah. Sorry in advance. We'll have video eventually. Um, so nicknames. What do you want to be called? So we talked about this the other week, like Shaniqua, but like you have 18 nicknames. <laughs> Instagram, all you Nick is love. Yeah, all you Nick like, is love. <laughs> you call me Nick. Nick. I like Nick. Okay, we'll go with Nick. Nick is cute. Nick is cute. N e e q. Chic. Nick is chic. Nick is chic. I love it. All right, so we're literally just to give you the imagery. We're sitting on my couch or a futon. Is it? Not a fucking couch. It's a food couch. It's, it's a, a couch. food couch. It's a couch. It's a shitty couch. <laughs> don't touch it. It's rough. It's not shitty. I'm not so comfortable. My tissue is like... <laughs> yeah, don't scoot in the middle because there's a bar in the middle that'll wreck your ass. It's not the best. <laughs> Are you going to warn me two hours later about the bar? <laughs> I don't know. Just be careful. I would have warned you earlier. Um, so we're sitting here in my little place on the futon. We were, were watching... place. Thank you. Adorable. You're sweet. I'm um, drinking, like I said, our $2 bottles of wine. And I just spilled some, but we're doing really well. And so I wanted to start. We've been chilling for like two hours. But then she brought up a topic that I was like, okay, no, no, no. We got to record. So literally she only got the words out, imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, nope, we need to put it on the podcast. So imposter syndrome. Let's talk about that shit because it's real. Let's do it. It's real. And it's we're so both real. mixed, by the way. We're both mm-hmm. black and white. And so... In that retrospect, we can relate a lot. And both, and both fire suns. Yes, fire suns. And Taurus moons. Yes, Taurus moons. So. We're emotional as hell. Emotional, but you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it, because we're spicy on the outside. So I'm crying on the inside. Crying on the inside and smiling on the outside. (laughs) Cheers. Um, All right, so tell me, like, imposter syndrome, like, how was it for you growing up? How would you relate to that? So... I never even knew what this was until like a few weeks ago when I was watching a video on Instagram and I was like, holy shit, that's been my entire life. So, so growing up, I just, um, just being mixed in general, everyone kind of growing up, everyone wants you to pick a side, you know, um, they like, I didn't know every little Wayne song. So (laughs) then like, and then like, say like all my white friends knew like the newest little Wayne song and I didn't and they're like, what you're the you're like the mixed one yeah. you don't know every word to a millie and i'm like no so then obviously i go home and i look up the fucking lyrics a freaking yeah. um lyrics. okay <laughs> lyrics i like learned this song because i feel like it's my like my duty as a half black woman mm-hmm. to know this rap song but like the older i'm getting i'm realizing to just be myself is okay right. but it took me so long to get here because so much of my life is like Okay, if I'm in a setting of predominantly, like, white people, I'm, oh, you're my favorite black girl, like, I love you this, or if I'm 
and a predominantly like black setting, which is okay. Like I'm like, you're such a white girl. Like you talk like this and this and that. And so my whole life, I'm like battling back and forth. I'm like, oh my god, like what am I? Am I the white girl? Who am, am I? I the black girl? Who am I? Like am I this? Am I that? And I'm so like I'm placing my identity in these like racial identities that really just don't even exist. Right. Like they shouldn't, and they like don't really exist, but. So my whole life, I just, like, really just didn't know who I was. Like, I knew, you know, like, I know that I'm nice. I know I like animals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know what I like. I know who I am to a certain extent. But, like, it came to, a, like, a few years ago, it came to the point when, actually, when I met my boyfriend. Like, mm-hmm. he's the first one to ever point it out. He's kind of, he was just like, you know, like, I love you for who you are. I know who you are. But, like, do you know who you are? Because he noticed, you know, kind of me... Um, being quieter in some settings and being more comfortable in other settings depending on you know who was around and so then I was like it kind of like was like oh shit I'm exposed like he sees me right he sees it he He sees sees, through it yes Yes. and like I never really understood it or knew it and so for the past year and a half I've kind of just been working through who I really am and it's so hard because I'm 26 and like 25 years of my life, I'm constantly being everything for everyone and not really being me or feeling like me is good enough. Right. Feeling like period. you, period like, on that, like feeling like you, who you are and what you bring to the table can fit in yeah. any scenario. It's like people want to put you in a box. Yeah. It's just like whether you're with your white family, white friends or black family yeah. or black friends, it's like. There was it was always brought up your race to some extent. To like, some extent, you speak white or you don't know this song. How could you not know this rap movie, song when you're half black or, or this movie or like this actor? Just whatever yeah. it was, constantly made us feel like you're teetering lines. When yeah. really, I'm fifty percent white and I'm fifty percent black, yeah. and I'm owning the hell out of both of them. And right? I don't need anyone else to tell me how I should respect each race on its own because you know what I'm saying? I'm, like, I'm literally a mix of both. Yes. I love Good Charlotte and I yes. love fucking Ja Rule yeah. and Lil Bow Wow yes. and like Christina Aguilera and, and like Amy Winehouse. All the things. And right? Amy All the things. And all the things but it's almost like and I thought about it and like we even if you know within those separate races mm-hmm. they do it to each other as well. Like right. if you're like a white person who likes um, more hip hop and things like that. You're seen as probably like a little bit different, like and like you don't know chicken fry, oh, chicken fry. Yeah, the like song. even and I like caught myself being like, how do you not know this song? Like you're white, and I'm like, wait, Shaniqua, like stop. Right, like, you've been there. Too. You know, yeah. like I've been there. Like not everyone's gonna know this just because of a racial expectation. Yeah. And that's all it is is an expectation. Yeah. It's like you look at the color of your skin. And you're automatically accepted or expected or assumed to, like, fit a certain box. Yes. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. Like, I don't care what my skin looks like. Who I am on the inside, you can't Mm -hmm. even see that, right? Like, that that's who I am. Mm -hmm. But you're expecting me to be a certain way because of my light brown skin tone or because you're black or because you're white. It's like, no, no, no. Who you are is who you are. Your skin color doesn't define any of your identity any of your own identity and it's important equally i should say to embrace exactly. it exactly right but obviously in the climate that we're in right now it's like and to respect we can't your, ignore race. and like respecting your culture yeah which is a part of your identity yes, of course I agree. right so like but i don't know about you i didn't grow up with any roots within any culture other than like a small town american culture if that makes sense yeah. like um like my dad isn't 
African, like from a specific area. He's like from Statesville, North Carolina. Right. So if it's one thing to be like, okay, if there's an expectation on my culture, if I was brought up in a culture, does that make sense? Like that would make more sense. But just telling someone they need to know something based on that whole racial aspect is like crazy. So like, how was it for you growing up? Like, did... (sighs) Did did you identify with one side or the other ever? So the only reason that makes me feel like I identified more with my white side, air quotes, mm. was because growing up most of my You got a white side and a black side. I do, right? And like you didn't decide that. Everyone decided it for everyone you. Everyone decided you know it for me. Everyone so that is the craziest thing. You it's didn't like, grow up thinking about it. Everyone else decided it for decided you. Decided it for me. So right, it's like obviously I'm half black and I'm half white, yeah. but it's like they put my certain action. So, right? Say we have a diagram and it's black and white or Venn mm-hmm. diagram, whatever. And it's like, okay, you do this thing. Oh, that's put in your black side, right? Yeah. You do this thing. Oh, that's in your white side. Yes. You do this thing. I guess that's a little bit in the middle. So, it's like, for me, like I said, air quotes, identified with my white side because I grew up with mostly white friends. I grew up in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. I grew up, you know, whatever. But... It's like the music, I, I don't know. Everything's just so diverse. I never like to put myself in that box mm-hmm. because I, I identify with both. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, first of all, what is a color? What is a, I don't identify yeah. with how I act as a certain color. Mm-hmm. But it's like, like you said, the culture and honoring that. Mm-hmm. I don't have that, the African roots, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it's like also who you grow up mostly around. Mm-hmm. I was mostly around my mom's side of the family, which mm-hmm. was white. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I was around my Irish grandma and my Canadian grandfather. And like, that's kind of what I was brought up mm-hmm. as, like in that sense. But mm-hmm. I don't know, that that sauce, you know, that little whatever yeah. I had, I still never left. And to be quite honest with you, I've never... That's Shh. But, like, that part of me really got brought out in college, which seems very, like, a late bloomer in that sense. But, like, when I went to UNC Charlotte, just, like, the complete diversity of all cultures and being on my own and learning Mm -hmm. who I was as a person, I was Mm -hmm. able to figure out my comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? Like, where I feel comfortable, where I fit Mm -hmm. in, which is still nowhere. Like, I think, I don't know about you, but I can take pride in going to any friend group any place any whoever anytime anytime, anywhere and like i hate calling it adapting because i don't want to seem like a chameleon but that's your but like that's your imposter syndrome is that a strength or a weakness because because when you when you always feel like you feel like an imposter in your own skin when you feel like you have to be something else for everyone else but it's so now that you're a late bloomer like you said which sames like, just finding out who I am and, like, being comfortable with that, you feel like an imposter even yeah. though you're being yourself because right. you're, like, for so long you had to, you kind of were molding and adapting. Yes, adapting. But now it's, like, you don't have to adapt subconsciously. Right. But it's just, like, in your, it's, like, inbred mm-hmm. in you. It's one of those things you have to unlearn. Yes. Like, unlearn to adapt, but learn to be free in yes. yourself. Which, so, we're good people. So it's not like we're... We're not faking it, right? Like, when yeah. I'm around those people, we're not yeah. acting. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm not acting a certain way. I'm not trying to be something that I'm not. But there are certain things that I tone down or tone up. What am I holding back? What am I holding or, back? Yeah. Right. What am I holding yeah. back? And what am I putting on the fourth front to make, yeah. to give off this Make persona? you feel more comfortable. Make you feel comfortable. And yes. that's all making you boils, feel more comfortable. Yes. And that's all it boils down to. And I'm yep. just like, no, because I go home. And I feel uncomfortable. Do you ever get go home after an outing mm-hmm. and you just feel drained? Like, not even from, I guess maybe from an introvert standpoint, but do you mm-hmm. just feel drained because it's like, 
ooh, like there was a lot of things that I didn't say even though mm-hmm. I wanted to or didn't mm-hmm. do even though I wanted to because like I was trying to make them feel comfortable and then you come home and you're just like, okay, I'm exhausted because everything yeah. was kept inside. Yep. You know what I mean? Like yep. that's unfortunate because other people don't do the same. You know, as far like yeah. some people do. Unless that. they're like faking who they actually are. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Which those can, I can point out in a heartbeat. Oh, honey. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm honey, we see you. Yeah, we see, we you. see you. We know you. We identify we know you. you. Are. <laughs> but no, that's completely different. Um, but yeah, all. I wouldn't say all the time now because because now I'm 26, like I said. So now I'm I'm not as I'm not in college. I'm not as much on like the scene. Right. So I who I'm around is who I want to be around, yes. and who I'm around loves me for me and that too you kind of weed out and discover the older you get and it's so annoying because I remember my mom like Mm. younger being like (laughs) you'll see it when you're older like you like my mom used to be like you act weird around this person you do this and it's like no mom I don't and she's just like when you get older you'll see and I'm like okay whatever but now I'm starting to see like I'm like picking who I'm sharing my energy with and who reciprocates it and like that's the beautiful thing about growing up, and it's just like I think it's one of those things that you have to literally go through. Go through, and we'll go through forever. We'll go through, and I think like tons of people, even if you're not biracial, like you go through an imposter syndrome at some point. Um, like even the thing that I was watching was like a lot of people do this, and but I think for us, it stemmed from that our race. Our race you know, right. like we were just. From the moment we were born, it was like, all right, who's she going to act like? Yeah. Her mom or her daddy? Like, right. You know what I'm saying? What or side is she going to take after? Which one she's going to take? Yeah. And, like, we all know our mixed friends that pick the side. Like, I know friends that are more this side or that side. Mm-hmm. And I've always been in the middle, and I've always been, like, shamed for sounding more white. Yes. Like, even if my own, like, mom, like, my sister, like, I, like, know what. Your mom Yes, she, she is white. <laughs> but she... She wild, girl. <laughs> she wilder than my daddy ever could be. Right? Yes. So you would love my mom. But yeah, even like my own, even close family is just like, has made fun of the, they always tell me I sound like a valley girl. And I'm like, I just sound like a human. Right. Like, you I know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. But yeah. Can I be a human for one Can second? For one second without you putting me in a box. In a box. Because I'm going to bust that shit out. Because I used to just like sit there and like do a fetal position and just like chill in the box. Right. Like, okay, I'll be here if you're comfortable right. on the outside. I'll do sit you in like here. me like this? Yeah. I'm like, do you like me in a fetal position yeah, where I have no like sunlight? That. Yeah. Now I'm just like, nah, foot, hands, head through the box. Like <laughs> I'm out and I'm me and I'm free. And that is a lot with growing. So I saw this thing the other day. Where it was this girl, and it was like a reel or something on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and she was like, something about her, how you think you're supposed to have your shit together in your 20s, and how you think you're going to glow up in your 20s, she said, oh, no, 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 she said, 30s are where it's at, like, you know what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying, 30s is where, 20s, we're all, okay, sorry, let me break it all the way down, so right, (laughs) break it down, so your adolescence, like, say, 10 to 18, whatever, that is a very, um, vulnerable stage mm-hmm. where you're still trying to figure out who you are, who your friends are. You're doing shit to fit in and vice versa, mm-hmm. right? Like we're all, everyone just wants to be accepted mm-hmm. for whatever they are. We're all figuring it out. Okay. You hit your mid, you know, early mid twenties and it's like, you're getting more comfortable with yourself. You're finding yourself, you're engaging, you know, you're spending your energy on who is reciprocating. Mm-hmm. Like you said, 
then I feel like 30s, that shit's going to be solid, more solid, more to where solid. it's like, okay, I've done this for a long time. Now I'm really not putting up with your bullshit. I'm really yeah. not putting on a mask to save face for you. Yeah. Now it's like I'm solid in where I stand. My feet mm-hmm. are rooted to the ground, and I'm not swaying side to side. Mm-hmm. Because and I like, like what I like. And I like what I like, and I am who I am. And yeah. like I'm not going to make myself smaller yeah. by any stretch of the imagination mm-hmm. so you feel better. So I'm just like, that gives me hope. Cause I already feel that way. I'm already yeah. on that path, and I know you're the same. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, we're about to hit 30 and be like, <laughs> you are, y'all, this girl 22 talking about. I'm 23. Oh wait, your birthday! Yeah. <laughs> she gave me. I went to her birthday dinner. You got a little twisted at my birthday dinner. We were Oops. very twisted. Did Oops. you see her pictures of us? Yeah, I was scared. Ours were the cutest though. Mine with everyone else's were really bad. I don't care. If you're it's because I look good in that. <laughs> no, but you did. No, this was that's like, because we were the only ones left in the room. So we were like, <laughs> we were like let's flick up with the, with the uh, tray of food next to us. And all the dirty dishes. <laughs> the dirty dishes in the water pitcher. Like, we're going to look good. So we went to Nico's, and I was so excited, but we got put in, like, a banquet room. And I was like, wait, I want to be out in the party. Oh, I thought you wanted that room. No, no, they put us back there. And I was like, okay, like, we're here, but, like, peeking my head out the door. <laughs> What's going on out there? Yeah, I'm like... DJ sounded a little popping. Yeah, I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom again <laughs> to dance on the dance floor. Yo, you are not slick. I knew it. You went to the bathroom like four times. I was like... Uh, I was like, I, I have love you. I have a cute mini dress on and I'm gonna show everyone what I'm wearing. And Side note. Okay. I... So that night, you guys, I, I bought a Smirnoff ice to ice you. In the parking lot, but then, like, by the time we left Nico's, you were so fucked up. I was like, I can't even do her like this. I wanted to so bad. You should have done it because I would have done it. I know, but I. Yeah, it's in my car. It's in my trunk still. Okay, I have a great idea. When I'm gonna, I'll walk you to your car and I'm gonna show you the skyline on the rooftop and we're gonna go on the roof and we're gonna drink that smell off ice. Okay, let's do it. That'll be so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I found it cleaning my car and I was like, I did forget the ice, but I felt so bad because yeah. when we left, girl, I thought I was fine. That's my problem. Girl. I think I'm fine when I'm drunk. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. You weren't. No, you weren't like bad, but I was just counting your drinks in my head. <laughs> That's my problem. You weren't counting your drinks. I was counting your drinks. I bought you shots everyone else bought you like 16 sake shots <laughs> sake my first night sake. Having, like nectar. So i didn't know that it tastes like a fruit nectar no you think did i forget it tastes like pee pee to me whoa it's i like it tastes like warm pee pee like <laughs> i'll drink it yes. and i like it right. i like it it just resembles pee pee she just likes two dollar 7-eleven wine <laughs> <laughs> No, you didn't say the I store. Didn't. I hate you. <laughs> it's okay. I got mine from It could have been $2 hair steeper. Like, yeah. Or $2 Publix. Like, <laughs> Publix. Not 7-Eleven. Ew. 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 We're going to show them what it is. I'm so excited. Ain't no shame in our wine game. Okay? No, literally none. <laughs> literally none. Ew. Yeah. I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're like, what the fuck are they doing? Well, have a great time. That's oh, yeah. Back. To imposter syndrome. <laughs> Back to it. Back. We it's all, real. We all experience it, whether you're biracial or not, like you said. Yeah. Um, there's just, obviously, there's different, like, avenues and ways. Just, like, different people experience PTSD and things like that. Right. Um, but I kind of just wonder 
what my, you know, like what my confidence would have been like or what my um, self-esteem would have been like if, you know, it wasn't for that, that like stigma I had in my own mind, like right. put in my mind right. at a young age. Um, because I don't know about you too, like, like, or I think you mentioned this too, like when you were with like certain family members, like if I was with like one side of the family or the other, right. completely different environment, completely different environment. 100%. And, um, me and my sister were the only mixed people in my family on both sides at the time, like right. growing up. So on my black side, only mixed. On my white side, only mixed. So it was kind of like we stuck out like a sore thumb. Right. And, and like every, we already felt like we did, but then like with the comments. It was like visualized. Yeah, it was like we felt it. like, we internally felt like that, but then like felt like it. I heard that. <laughs> I was going to let you roll with it, Shirley. <laughs> we felt like it. You're, you're a good one, cuz. You're a good one. Cause I I said it myself. Myself said, uh uh-uh. uh. You really felt like to retract. Anyways. Felt like it. Um so we already felt like it, but then with all the comments and the the stigma, it was just like, okay, dang, we get it. We different. Right. Like, can we be just we, in the mix? Like can we, we didn't ask on? to be here. Yeah. But now, like, now we're older um, and Thank being God. more confident, it's kind of like I'll go to the family events now and kind of just, I, I, I feel more comfortable even talking to my family members yeah. because I know who I am. Yes. And it was like them, back then, it was like, oh my God, they see me as like the little, yes. like the little white girl. Like, who do they, they don't like me, me as be? much. Like, right. what do they want? Yeah, what do they want me to say? Right. Like, um, you know, what can I do to deserve their attention and their approval and so you know and that kind of that just breeds so many things other than even an imposter syndrome it's like when you're constantly seeking approval in different ways Mm -hmm. as a child you grow up seeking it in different ways as an adult so there's this it just breeds so much so much that you have to unlearn and like relearn Mm -hmm. um which is like i'm so grateful for you because we're like we're we're so just like intertwined intertwined and I love it and I love it because like wait what was that I don't know I wish you guys y'all Rihanna I just did something weird with her (laughs) she did that's how I feel about intertwined if y'all have ever seen Xenon if you can think about the alien in space that came that was like that that was like remember do you remember the alien in Xenon I remember Xenon I don't remember the The alien alien went like this (laughs) It was the flappy alien in space. I'm really loving oh, this comparison God. right now. I'm so flattered. Can we attach photos to the podcast? Let's do it. I'm going to do it when Let's I post it on Instagram. Let the PowerPoint slide. Honestly. Of the visuals. We need to take pictures this whole time just so we can like pin them on every part of the video and be like, if you're wondering why this is happening right now, this is what we look like. This is what we look, this is what we look like. Boom, boom. Whatever. But we're intertwined. We're intertwined. That part. So, <laughs> anywho, continuing to grow up on your side. Mm-hmm. So, you were more, I would say I wasn't more on the white side, but you say, like, you were more. Mm-hmm. I felt like that, for sure. Yeah? For sure. A hundred percent. I was a sheltered, <laughs> uh, I was a sheltered suburban mixed girl. And then I got to Charlotte, and I was like, blah. Like, uh, I that's was, why you was wild when yeah. I met you. 
and I'm still wild, but like yeah. in, in a safe, like I just embrace it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I was just, I was so, ah, I was so insecure in high school yeah. and growing up. I was so sick, and I will say this openly. I gave a lot of shits about what people thought about me back mm. then. And I gave a lot of shits about seeking the approval of people that, like, I wanted to be friends with, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Ew. Not now. Ew. Right? right? Ew. But, I mean, I get it. I get why that yeah. 18-year-old or 17-year-old why, you know, mm. was the way she was. But I'm not that person right now. I'm like, if you don't like me, you're lost on to the next. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. not, I'm not feeding for friends. Yeah. I'm not feeding for connection. Because mm-hmm. the ones that I do have are real, and I appreciate them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not mm-hmm. like... Do you like me if I do this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or if I or if I know this song and like even yes. sometimes um sometimes even in parties I will there'll be like a new rap song on, right? Yeah. Oh. And because I like everything. I never know the words. Girl, I like I listen to literally every genre, like everything, mm-hmm. like country, doesn't fucking matter, everything, right? right? So, I'm not always like up to date on like the newer anything. But when I'm at songs, like, everyone knows, like, a certain rap song, like, that, like, kind of, like, PTSD of just, like, I feel like people are looking at me, like, how are you not singing the No one gives a fuck. No one does. No one cares. No one cares. It's all in my head. But I still hear the people that are, like, how do you not know these words? Mm -hmm. Like, you're supposed to know this. And so then, like, I literally even... I literally did this a few weeks ago. Like, there were these songs at a party. I didn't know. Everyone's singing them. I felt so out of place not knowing them for absolutely no reason. Right. I shazam them, added them, and, I'm like, they're good songs. Like, I do like them. Right. But it was just like that, like, I the felt trigger. that impulsive need yes. to just know them because I'm like, this can't happen again. Right. Like, and, and that's that, just, like, that response mm-hmm. from, from growing up. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, like, in high school... I literally felt the most comfortable around my Hispanic friends. Because they were all... It was very neutral. Neutral. It was very neutral. neutral. It was such a neutral ground. If I don't know if any of my Hispanic friends will ever hear this, but like Julio so. Chode... Um, Chode. Chode. That was his nickname? <laughs> Shut up right now. Chode. Don't get mad at me. I can't remember his real name right now. But Chode is enough. Chode. Honestly, we don't need his real name. Chode is perfect. Yuri, like my Hispanic friends, like definitely towards like the end of my high school career, that's why I spent a lot of time with Camillo. Oh my god, we're still like besties. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt so good around them. And then I didn't realize till I got older that it was like it's because that was a safe place. Like when we listened to Hispanic music, even then I didn't even feel out of place right. because I enjoyed the music. But no one, they didn't make me feel bad for not knowing for not it. knowing it. So it was like, we could literally just vibe. Isn't that crazy? Just Something vibe. as simple as the music. But like, the mu- for me, it's a, always the music. It's, oh, li- listen. When you watch in my apartment, I was playing music. Yeah. I, I love music. It is on mm. 24, if I'm awake, I'm playing music. Mm. But the fact that it's so stigmatized to like, because we look a certain way, we gotta listen yeah. to this type of music. Exactly. And I'm gonna be honest with you, which is so crazy. We talked about this earlier, but like... The white guys that I'll hang out with or I'll chill with, they'll know all the rap shit. Yeah. And they put it on trying to impress me accidentally. You know, I'm just like, I don't know that song. I listen to R&B soul. I listen, you know what I'm saying? Like, and as I may it's know the good. artist. It's good. It's cool. It's good. But you think yeah. you're, like, trying to impress me. And that's not. Really? Yeah, yeah. you're not really. I'm just like, okay, cool. I love that. I love music. Yeah. But it's just like, 
that stigma, right? Oh, she's yeah. half black. She must listen to da 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 da. I'm yeah. just like da 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 da. It's the one we're gonna be on. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> We yeah, set it we, up, bro. We set it up. I set it up. I knew bow, what I was bow, doing. Bow, bow. We need a video for this one, honestly, because we're dancing. Like, it's so crazy. I'm going to take pictures of you in front of that thing. Can't be a thing. Oh, today? Today. And later, but we at least need one. Okay, you're right. Okay. We right? For, the, for the moment. For the mems. For the mems. I have to brush out my eyebrows because they're a little crazy. Oh, my God. Anyways, so. Anyway, we're going to brush out the eyebrows. If you're listening, brush them brows. Brush them brows. I need. I honestly kind of want to microblade mine. I know it costs money, but I want them to no. be thicker. Like yeah. I need. I want thicker eyebrows. And they look gorgeous. My friend, um, was one of Mike's friends, but I love her. Her name is Carly. Shout her out, Carly. No. <laughs> That's not. <what> <laughs> Like, what's her Instagram plug? Like, if she does microblading, you're like, Carly, I'm talking to you. I'm scared. Okay. Well, I don't know her girl because she lives in Turkey. Oh, so. But she used she, to live in Charlotte. She okay. So she ain't doing eyebrows in Charlotte anymore. She ain't doing eyebrows in Charlotte. But she, no, she gets them done. Mm. I don't even, she doesn't even do them. She gets them done. <laughs> <laughs> Miscommunication. That took me to the left field. Okay, so Carly, who doesn't live in Charlotte and doesn't do eyebrows, let's not shout her out. <laughs> We're not shouting Carly out. <laughs> Sorry, Carly. <laughs> Retracted. <Yeah. laughs> okay. But no, it's an investment because it's an investment because A, you don't have to even do your eyebrows every day. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? Mine should be looking different every day. <laughs> Do them yourself. I'm like, dang. You have a yesterday, no, I used the pomade. What is that? It's like a you use a brush and like it's like a pomade gel. Pomade. I can picture it, kind <laughs> of. It's like gel. Like you dip the brush in there and then you draw them on. But every day, I'm just like, damn. Like two days ago, that was my favorite eyebrow. <laughs> yeah. Like, can they look the same every day? <gasps> but you can't. You can't do it. I don't even know that you fill yours in. Shut up. No, they are, they are naked mole rats without... Okay. There's a little something-something. They're not naked. Are those filled in right now? Yeah. Those are filled There's in? a little bit, yeah. Oh, okay, but I thought that was your natural. So they look I did good. a little razzle-dazzle today. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to Rihanna's. I'm going to a, a little bit, right? I put on deodorant and my eyebrows. I didn't put on deodorant. I forgot about that. I think I ran out. This is what it is. I don't know. I have 18 masks for COVID, <laughs> yep, but, no, but no deodorant. I have a little bit. I have extra. I will bring you them. <laughs> I can't take it seriously. Right? Back to. No, uh, no more imposter syndrome. No more. Okay. But that was great. If you've ever experienced it, let Rihanna know. Let me know. Hit let me Let her up. know. Because it is a very interesting topic. I just learned about it. So it is, it is very interesting. So like we said, a lot of people experience it in different ways. So if you've experienced it in some way, shape, or form... Hit her up. Hit me up. It's Hit normal. Her up. I want to talk to everyone and anyone. Yeah. That's just yeah. And and I feel like you know being understanding the human psyche is so important to mm. understanding the people around you. And empathy. And empathy. Because if you can't, if you don't have empathy, you 
You're going to just live in your own bubble. You're going to dissolve. You're going to dissolve. You're going to dissolve and crumble because the biggest part about, you you know what's the biggest part about empathy that I've been trying to grow in is um, when other people are um, negative or mean towards me for no reason. Mm. Whether it be like like my mom or if she, if she calls me and she's snappy for no reason about a certain topic, I'm, now I'm starting to get into the groove of like, What's wrong? Right. Because you're, you're not mad at me. at me. Yeah. You're yelling at me for something that it doesn't call for this much, like, sass. So, right. like, what's wrong? Right. And it's always something else. Whether it's my mom, my boyfriend, whoever. Whoever. It's whenever someone's literally projecting onto you, it's always for another reason. And, and that's a huge part of empathy that I'm learning recently. Yeah. Because I always thought it was, like, kind of, like... Feeling for people who are sad. Yes. Right. That's sympathy. Mm. That's sympathy. So sympathy is like, um, sympathy I would equate with pity in a sense. Mm. So where it's like you feel bad for them. Empathy is your ability to almost mirror them and put yourself in their Mm. shoes to the point where you can understand them on such a deep level that like, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't get to, because I've done that too for so long where if someone would get mad or upset with me, I'll get so defensive because I'm like, why are you mad at me? You know what I'm saying? Why are Mm -hmm. you upset with me now? I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on. Whether it's a stranger or someone that I know and love, I'm like, okay, if it's a stranger, this person has been through A, B, C, D, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whatever. Mm -hmm. And the person that they are in front of me is not the finished product. That is not who they came into this world as. Something has made them that Mm -hmm. way. And I can't take it personal to think that who they are today is a reflection of me. Yeah. Because that's heavy and I don't have that, I don't want to bear that burden anymore because I've done it before. Mm -hmm. Same thing with family. If they're going through something or whatever, it can kind of hurt in the moment, but when you really sit on it and you're just like, Mm. okay, take a deep breath. They're probably going through something. They have Mm. their own turmoil that they have not yet worked out. Mm. And if I'm being the best person I can to them, I can't hold their anger and their hurt for them. Yeah. Even if it's projected towards me. Yeah. I can't hold it. Yeah. Um, Because it's heavy and I don't want to anymore because I have my own shit to hold. Mm-hmm. And this is also another thing. Like, how egotistical are you? Not you, but just in general. Yeah. Because I've been this way. To think. We are all so All egotistical, egotistical right? But how <laughs> egotistical are we as a, as a human race to think that someone's actions are purely predicated on us. Like, Dude. right? We think that if you're Dude. upset, you're happy, you're this and that. It's like, oh, you're doing that because of me. I must have done something. I'm the center of your world that you're acting this way. Oh, you know my what I'm God. Saying? That makes, we're not. Who taught us that? Who taught us that? Who told us? I don't know. I don't know Who? if we were ever learned that, but like you said, it's something we have to unlearn. Yeah. Because that is not the case. N- and like never, never, hardly ever. You, you, your ego tells you that even sometimes it is never, right? Like never, and unless you're a shitty that, person and you do shitty, yeah. Things. If you, yeah, if your like shitty actions are directly affecting someone else, then yeah. But if you're being the best you can be, and you're you're being genuine, you're being intentional, you're you know all the things. Um, but someone else is responding negatively and your first, uh, so many people's first response is what's wrong with me? What did I do? do? Like, what can I do to fix this? And it's sometimes most of the time it's like, no, it's not you. 
Like, like yes, take ownership for the, the things that you do. Absolutely. But sometimes people are just not in a good place. They're projecting. They're pro- always. Always. Always projecting. And I, like... And, and you can see this, like, if you can see this in yourself, that's huge. Right. And, like, I have literally yes. recently just been able to be, like, sorry, babe, like, with my boyfriend. Sorry, I woke up anxious today. Mm-hmm. Um, I responded defensively to this um, because I'm anxious and I'm sorry. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and that took, like, lots, like, months and months of, like, affirmations and yes. stuff. And, like unlearning and learning but putting your pride we, aside putting too. your pride aside and even when you you know this carries over into comparisons mm. and things like that like our ego is so destructive yeah. and when you just let your ego down like even if you do it for two minutes before you get back to being it's all about me right. you will realize that your ego is the one that's telling you um, you have to look this certain way. Or, oh, she looks like this. I have to look like this. She talks like that. Or I have to know this. And, like, your ego is the one telling you that. You, it's destroying you from the inside out. It's destroying you from the inside out. Your ego is so high. And we're, we're just so taught that being tough and being strong mm. are, are being are just these things where you put on that mask where people don't see your vulnerability. But no. (gasps) But no. Your ego, your ego isn't vulnerable. Yeah. Your true self is. So when you let your ego down, it's scary. It's terrifying. But But once you do it consistently, it is so freeing. It's so freeing, you guys. Like, you have to let your ego down in order to be a good friend, a good spouse, lover, daughter, everything. Good to yourself. Good to, too, yourself. to yourself. Yeah, first and foremost. Yeah. First and foremost, yourself. Because if you're constantly putting yourself on these pedestals that are based on comparisons, that's your ego. Yeah. yeah. But when you realize that you you just have to be better than yourself yesterday, yes. and that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's like, it. girl, yeah, that's it. it. Period. Like, who was I yesterday? Okay. Did I wake up? Am I working to be better than her? Okay. Bet. That's like, it's so much easier. Right. And you save yourself so much heartache. Heartache. And hurt. Because when Dude. you compare, especially in this age of social media, right? It's so it's easy to scroll easy and compare. Peasy. It's so easy. One thing I have to say about that is you look at... Everyone posts their best moments, their best ideas. Compare yourself to you. To you, to you, to you, to you, to you. Because that is your only journey. That is the only journey Mm -hmm. that is applicable to you. Mm -hmm. You can aspire to other people, but the minute you compare, you lose. Mm -hmm. You lose. Because you're not even giving yourself the chance to beat yourself, which is mm-hmm. inevitably what you want to do. You can't. Yes. I don't, I don't want to compete with you, and you don't want to compete with me. Like, mm-hmm. that's not who we are. It's like, no, mm-hmm. I want to compete with the girl that I was last week who was procrastinating and couldn't get her shit together and didn't work mm-hmm. out and didn't eat healthy. So, like, let's be better than her. Yes. Because that is that is my roller coaster. Yep. That is who I am. I can't compare to someone's perfect, perfect, perfect picture? Picture, picture perfect. Picture perfect. Picture shit. <laughs> Picture How much perfect picture. Which it took, yeah. But like, I don't want to compare myself to that because like, 
that girl could post a picture in her bikini and look fabulous on Instagram and be smiling and cheesy, but she could be battling depression and anxiety and everything mm. inside. And like, I don't envy, I, mm, in the least egotistical way possible, I do not envy any relationship, any person, any human being mm. on this earth because what I see is not enough for me to envy them. I can't envy your materialism. I can't envy mm. your facade of whatever you're putting on mm. like I can aspire to real and genuine people I do mm. not envy anyone's shit because if I don't know you personally I just think it's bullshit and that's not me being like a, yeah. everyone's bullshit but it's just like I can't tell myself everyone's that's always giving you what they want you to see what they want you to nothing see nothing real nothing real and we can advocate mm. for that because like we said we're very mm. social beings we're both fire signs so when we go out I am it's not like I'm, per and it's not like we all do it purposefully, mm -hmm. but it's like, I'm happy. I'm putting on my best face. I'm mm -hmm. out, we're outgoing, we're energetic. Mm -hmm. We're bouncing around to different people, but like we might go home and feel like I saw empty. empty and my shit. Guess what? Because the shit that I'm carrying, I'm still carrying, even yep. though you were all able to see that side of me, yep. that is still very valid. That was not me faking yep. who I am, Whew. but it's like. I'm still carrying what I'm carrying. And if you're not mm -hmm. taking that off of me and unloading it and helping me unload it, like. Mm -hmm. Then you're adding to it. Then you're adding to it. And I don't, it all boils down to not impressing people and not being impressed by people and their facades. Mm -hmm. Because I know this sounds silly, but I think one of the most genuine things, it sounds so silly because social media is prominent, right? We can't. Mm -hmm. Avoid it. It's inevitable. Period. Yeah, it's there. It's, it's there. there. It's going to be there. It's going to be there. One of my favorite things are people being vulnerable on social media. Not mm -hmm. like those influencers that post a picture of themselves crying. I think that's kind of weird. But oh like, I think of Sarah. When I think of vulnerability on Instagram, I think of Sarah. Sarah Dowd, girl. Dis Disiority? Is that her last name? Sarah, how do you say her last name? Sarah, how do you say her last name? We're talking about you and Sarah, we love you. Sarah, let us know. But we that's, what I, that's what I think of. She posts video, like... She will be high and low and show all the in-betweens. Yeah. And, like, it's so raw that I, I I just appreciate the fuck out of it. I'm just, like. You can't help but keep watching. You can't help but keep watching. Because you just be, like, same. Yes, same. same. Yes. Ugh. Yes. Same. Yep. You're being so time. real. If you're hurting, you're hurting. And you show it. But you're not saying they're crying on the gram, but you're sitting there talking through it. And it's just, like, okay, I relate. If you're yeah. happy, you're feeling yourself, you're posting a video of yourself twerking and dancing with makeup on, mm -hmm. and I love it. Like, that <laughs> is what, right? And it goes outside of social media, too. The people that show that in real life also, mm -hmm. it's appreciated and it's mm -hmm. genuine because we're not all this perfect mask that everyone mm -hmm. thinks that we mm -hmm. are. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, we all feel so deeply. Feel. And it's so it's psycho. Okay to feel. It's okay. It's so psycho to me. I don't know if you've seen the Bridgeton, that show on... Have you finished it? Bridgeton, I just finished it today. <gasps> just finished it today. Girl. Yeah. When I was watching that, I was super mind-blown because I was like, so much of these ideologies... <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> ideologies? Ideologies? Ideologies. I don't know. My accent be like, ideologies. <laughs> my accent be like... <laughs> <laughs> the ideologies. Yeah. So much of that is still so prevalent today. We don't dress like that. We don't talk like that. But all of that underlying, like, the, the women, the comparison from... I watched that and I said, oh, like, oh, snap. Like, yeah. 
women have been forced to compare themselves to other women for so long to compete for male attention mm -hmm. from like the dawn of time like that show was from like 18, 18 thousands of years yeah. ago but it's so prevalent today like a woman will knock down another woman just because right. of male attention yes. if male attention was or even if you you're not attracted to males and whatever the the sex's attention that like you're trying to get historically it's males because right. whatever but whatever it is we have been forced to compare ourselves from the dawn of time like like who's better who what class are we in what's this what's that who dresses better who dresses yeah. better who has more of this who has more of that yes. that has literally been since the dawn of time and it's i'm just so exhausted from it like I'm exhausted and I didn't live then and it's just like when is it going to be over? When are we just going to live for us? Yes. And you know what? I there was this movie. I don't know if you uh, what is it called? There was like an alien invasion of the of the planet Earth, right? And they took over the humans' bodies, but there was they didn't need money to survive. They were kind of just like you guys, you humans are greedy. Mm -hmm. Everything's about money. Everything's about class. Mm. Everything's this. Status. They made everything the same. You you went to the doctor for free. You got medicine. You went to the grocery store. You didn't have to pay for anything. You went in, got your groceries, left. Bye, guys. And it was I, it was a really what good movie. What movie is this? I, I, I'll have to find it when I get okay. home and no, tell fine. you. I'll let you know. It was just so good. And I, I didn't even think about it till years later after I seen it. And I was like, the aliens had to come in and literally be like, we're going to create a utopia because you guys are so centric around comparison, yeah. around class, around money, around this, around that. And when you take all of that out, you can be so at peace. And we can all do this. Like We're battling our, each other and each ourselves. Other for no reason. No reason. It, it's like this... It's like this facade that's been put in front of us by God knows who. Like, yeah. who even knows who put that there? Right. But we can do that. We can create our own utopias within yeah. ourselves, and that's a big misconception. It's like, I, like, you need to wear something different every week. You need to do that. See, like, no, create a utopia and be happy with being. Being. Being, being not doing. Being, being not, doing. not doing. Yeah. Like, just be. Just be. <laughs> just be. It sounds so simple. It sounds simple. But when but you talk yourself into it, it's one of those things. It's like an unlearning thing that yeah. we have to do. We have to talk ourselves into it. Excuse me. Ugh. Every day. Every day. Like, I wake up. I have these new sticky notes on my wall. Okay. God damn. Okay. I'm I have these new sticky notes on my wall that are just, like, reminders to do these things. Um, there's, like, affirmations. Breathe. Manifestation. Oh. Thank you. I came out with the Vaseline real quick. Rihanna got the largest bottle of Vaseline <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah, and I carry it in my purse all the time. You know they make minis, right? I lose them. For <laughs> I've had 20 minis in my lifetime, and I like the big Vaseline because that baby is loyal. And your lips have been popping this whole time. You like, feel me? Yes. I'm, I'm about to get that Vaseline. Because <laughs> yeah. that Carmex is not doing it. Yeah. It's not Neither is chapstick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Chapstick. I like, I've honestly been into lip gloss recently. Ooh, who's lip gloss? I don't know. I stole it from Walmart. It's not so bad. I don't. I've never stolen anything in my life. And I was at Walmart the other day at self checkout, and I was. I got a nude lip, and I was like, "That's eight dollars. That's a little expensive. I'm just gonna throw it in the bag." I'm sorry to whoever's listening. I'm, I'm so she sorry. She lives in Kansas. If anyone's wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't live in that Kansas Walmart. Be crazy. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. 
But and then I lost it, so that was karma. That's so annoying. Yeah. My friend, my best friend Kerrigan gave me this like twenty dollars super nice lip gloss. It's it starts with an L, and like all the influencers use it. She's right. one of those girls that's like big on what are the influencers using. She buys everything. That's so funny. She buys the water bottles, the lip glosses, the workout bands, the headbands, the workout. <laughs> She literally, she has a she has an addiction. It's a problem. It's a problem. But I'm it's grateful so because if she doesn't like something, she gives it to me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, bet. Yeah. She gave me this $20 lip gloss, and I loved it so much. It was like, oh, mm, made my a lips pumper? look like, oh. Yeah. Yes. Lost it. I got drunk one time. <sighs> my purse was empty. It was gone. I was, and I woke up the next day, and I was like, my $20 lip gloss is gone. And my boyfriend was like, you didn't even pay for it. I was like, shut up. It's the principal. It's the principal. I feel like I someone paid for it. Someone spent $20 on this. <laughs> so, it wasn't me, but oh, someone did. Somebody. And it was amazing. Yeah. But yeah. So I just think it's so crazy that we feel like we have our egos tell us We've come so far. We've come so far. But again, that's our ego. But in reality, we're still humans. And the same humans that we were by nature 2,000 years ago. Where we put women in boxes. We put men in boxes. We put sexualities in boxes. And we're still putting things in boxes. Everything. Race. Boxes inside of boxes inside of boxes. Inside of boxes. And we're not giving people a chance to just live. And you know who is like, I really am just loving right now. Ooh. Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. Union. I, okay. I don't know if this was meant to be. Just let me intercept real quick. And you can intercept go on a tangent. Punt. Hey, OBJ, that shit. No, so, <laughs> I, I don't know why I haven't followed her before on Instagram. I shit you not. Last night, I found her Instagram. I creeped so hard on her and Dwayne Wade. And now you just brought them up. Girl. It's so free. The stars it's are aligned. Aligned. They are aligned. <laughs> like, so it's did you freeing. see about his um, transgender son? So I saw that about in like last year. I saw it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yes, and how like they're just like you know what? I'm gonna let you be. I'm gonna let you instead of do and we're had to appease everyone else. Because mm-hmm. honestly, to be quite blatant, fuck everyone else in their opinion. At the end of the day. Who should, you're not walking Big in my shoes, you're not laying in my bed, you're not looking at paying me, in the, my you're not paying my bills, you're not feeding me, you're not looking at me in the mirror. I don't give a shit what you have to say. I really don't. I really, 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 really don't. There's really, maybe, really, 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 there's maybe really, one really, day a month. Really, 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 I don't know the words. I just know the euphonics find it like citizen. Ah, sick as sick. I don't know. Sick as sick. I don't know. If you know this, it's still weird. If you want to be my lover, you gotta get with my friend. Hey, make it last forever. Hey, friendship never. You're the singer. Why am I alone? Because I don't know the lyrics. Oh, <laughs> if you want to be my lover. Hey, meet us yeah. at Pins. Where are we going first? Pin, pin, pin house. <laughs> meet us at Pin House. I'm not gonna sing karaoke. <laughs> Even though she's so good. Stop. We're going to give her 16 beers <laughs> and play Amy Winehouse. And this bitch is going to do karaoke. I need tequila and then yeah. we'll talk about it. <laughs> oh, oh tequila? Yeah. Y'all heard it here first. <laughs> Tequila's a magic word. Give me some tequila. <laughs> give me some tequila. <laughs> anyway, so you're really good at remembering what we were talking about, by the way. But oh, it was Dwayne and Gabby. His, well, yeah, because I was thinking about the boxes, boxes, boxes. Mm-hmm. And, and... Men in a box, black men, box, box. gay, transgender, qu- 
in a box. box. And so I immediately Wait, thought. Can I interject real quick? Yeah. Just one sentence. All it is, these boxes are just to make those people smaller. Yeah. So you can feel bigger. Yeah. And keep going. Yeah. So your box can feel bigger because you're not in the smaller box. Yes. Right. It's all you got it a big is. box. AKA while Wall Street crash is crashing and I see that all over Twitter. I don't know what it means. I just follow a lot of people that trade, so I okay. like I get what it means, but it, I don't trade, so I should, but whatever. Anyways, um, so that just reminded me of doing. My first thought was doing weight because he's so gracefully, and I don't know. What, obviously, we don't know what happened behind the scenes, but to the public is so gracefully um, exploring and accepting and celebrating yeah. in a sense. Yeah. His son, who was who. Is now his daughter, right. because he's transitioning into being a girl, and he just posted a few weeks ago just a slide of him or her. Um, I'm sorry, I'm still getting good with my um, pronouns. pronouns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it just like it really touched me because I was like a a black man in the NBA where they're so scrutinized for just being a black man as an athlete. In general, right? right? That's another box. And they're held on a pedestal. Athlete. Right, Athlete. Box. So it's like... And you're black. And it, you're... There's all these stigmas. And, and he's celebrating his transgender son. Like, that. that is bananas. And that is making people uncomfortable. And I love it. Which is what we need for so many centuries and generations. We've been making everyone comfortable. And I feel like this is kind of the catalyst where we're going. Yes. And Gen Z is off the chain. And Gen that, Z of the chain. Wait, are, Call, we, are we Gen Z? No, we're, we're millennials. millennials. Okay. So, so Gen Z is younger than us. Right, I think it's right under us as Gen Z. Okay. Um, and they are off the chain, like, calling out their racist parents on Twitter. Like, this, just calling out all of these things are doing it. And so we're, like, catastizing, you know, that movement, I think, people like Martin were hoping for. I and agree. And all of these... People that paved the way for us to be here now, we're hoping for. And I feel like this is the catalyst that we needed. Yeah. And so I, I really think we're in this, like, super historic moment. Oh, this past year has been history. We're in a super historic moment. And I'm so excited because we won't see it. My kids might not see it. But it's so important that women, men... Um, all sexualities, everyone feels like a human on this planet. They feel like they have a place. You know what the craziest thing is? The fact that we even have to say we hope they feel like a human. Meanwhile, they are (laughs) just as human as you and I are. Guess what? I swear to everything. If you line 50 people up, all different ethnicities, backgrounds, genders, Mm -hmm. identification, whatever it is, and you slit their wrist, not to where they die, but if you slit their wrist, guess what? Their color is they all bleed red. Are you tell kidding me, me? Tell me. Are you kidding me? That like, shit is red. We, it's red. It's so red. That shit's so Their red. skeleton looked the same. It looked the same. On the like, x-ray. <laughs> it's just like, why? What? And it, the most baffling thing to me is, and like, and I'm not even going to lie. I'm not saying I'm a huge, I don't advocate and like project my idea of it right like that's i'm not out there like being proactive for it i'm not against it by any stretch of the imagination but my whole thing is what baffles me the most is people's resistance to it 
How miserable and uncomfortable are you in your, and bored in your own life that you are so worried about someone else's far-fetched life that you will never meet in this lifetime? Why are you concerned? Why are you concerned? That has been my thing since gay marriage when I was 11, 12, a teenager mm-hmm. because I have an uncle who was gay and I knew he was gay when I was two years old. I knew mm-hmm. it. I went up to my mom and I was like, you know, or maybe not two, that's a stretch, but <laughs> under the age of five. And I was just like, you know, you felt it. Like mm-hmm. I knew it. And my whole thing was like the fact that people are out there literally caring about the opposition of that yeah. mind boggles me because wh- how, how do you have to, why do you care? How do you care? Yeah. How do you care to go against someone else's freedom and happiness mm-hmm. because they are not living in the same miserable bubble that mm-hmm. you are living in? And then beyond that, how are you so miserable that some people will go to the extent of taking someone else's life because of it? Mm. Mm. That's even like, that's the, that's the, like protesting it, ew, okay, I get it, you, you, you don't think the same, okay. You're gonna That's go the home. Empathy. You're That's gonna go empathy, home right? that night and whatever. But then the the those people that go so far as to those people shouldn't exist at all as a human on this earth. And oh my, it just goes so much deeper into like we were all created by the same creator. Right. And and if you believe that, if you believe that we were all whether you believe in the Big Bang, whether you believe in Buddhism, Muslim, whatever you are, we were all created by the same creator. How could you possibly think that so there could be so much wrong? Like, why why is one thing wrong and another thing isn't? Why are you right and they're wrong? Exactly. Why? Why? How? We were all created under on the same planet. Our planet is the only one that carries life in our universe. Right. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking dope. Yeah. Like, you, like every, every, we're the anomaly. Is we're the anomaly. Yes. You're already the anomaly. Yes. You don't have to be like a Christian conservative to be an anomaly. Right. Like, you don't have to. You, right. you can literally be different and in, still beautiful. And you can just be you and not give a shit what anyone else is doing. And yeah. that is equally as beautiful. Equally as beautiful. Like, I am. Please be different. I have never in my life posed. The only thing that I oppose are obviously the condemned like rape murderers yeah right, right, those those things that we should all be opposed to right like you're a hurting other humans not hurting good other, right, not right, good not, not the best not the right? best idea i don't yeah, agree they, with it to that capacity pretty shitty yes. to hurt other people <laughs> yes. but it's just like the fact that you go out of your way because you're so constricted to your own ideology that that is why you're hurting other people. You said ideology. Ideology. Right? I'm so like that? Proud of you. You should know me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> those, I see what you did there. It's those SAT <laughs> words, baby. <laughs> Everyone always, I shit you not, every conversation I have with someone, I was just with my friend last night, Faith, my best friend, and I said some word, and she was like, great word. I was just like, Whatever. It's like everyone always does that. Because I swear I throw big words in there every once in a while, but it's just because I want to be articulate. Oh no girl, you inspire me. <laughs> inspire You know when I when I listen to your podcast sometimes, excuse me, I um I be Googling words. No way. Sometimes the ones that I talk to with myself, like the ones that I'm no way. Yes. I love in that. In a good way, like I love that. Even my friend 
my best friend Kerrigan is an yeah. English teacher. So when I be, I won't tell her like during our conversation, but I'll be taking notes on my phone. Yes. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, that's what she was saying. <laughs> Isn't that the best feeling? Because there are people in my, like the reason why I am the way I am is because there have been people in my life that make me mm. want to grow yes. in that aspect. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that is such, and it's not belittling, right? No. It's, not, it's not belittling. It's an empowering thing that it's like, okay, whether you are speaking a certain way, whether you are portraying yourself or something mm-hmm. like that's so inspiring that I want to be like that yeah so like I'm gonna take note and I'm gonna follow suit yep. you know what I'm saying like yep. I don't know I think that's cool and if you feel belittled by that then that's your ego so can I tell you okay so let's jump into that real quick as you're speaking on that so yeah jump um so on the same note of not making yourself feel small what do you think about people this might be projectional. Oh, I shouldn't have told you that. I don't want you to have a preconceived idea. But, I already forgot. Okay, beautiful. So, people that make you feel a certain way. People that... I've been told, okay, by people close to me that are like, you think you're better than everyone. You um, make people feel bad. You, like, just whatever. This whole persona. And it hurt. I cried when I was told that. But I wasn't angry because I didn't feel the need to defend myself because I didn't feel like those were my intentions. Mm. And so I'm stuck between, and this was a while ago, but I'm stuck between, is that me putting that out there or is that someone else projecting on what they don't feel about themselves and they think about me? I know that's a, that's a loaded question, but it's just like... No. In the sense Wait. of... Do you I know what I'm saying? Or no? Yeah. You're saying they said that about you? Mm-hmm. No, because, I mean, I've known you for a few years now, and I feel like we, like, we, we, like, pretty regularly have genuine conversations. every time. And, (laughs) like, every time. And I've never felt that way. I, not, not even the slightest. Mm -hmm. And... And this isn't me to have an ego boost. I like I'm wrong. No. This is me just like No, I know because you want to put yourself in check sometimes. Yeah. And no, I've never felt that with you ever ever ever. And so I will I will say that um you know, it it does depend maybe sometimes on the closeness because when my boyfriend checks me He's the closest me, person to me. When my boyfriend checks me, I get defensive mm. and um initially and then I'm able to come back and be like okay yes this is what I did wrong like you weren't being an asshole I was the one that was projecting onto you um and then you just checked me but it felt like an attack right and so you weren't secure things that you're not secure in often feel like an attack exactly so what I will say is while I love you and and like every we always have great conversation like I you're one of like the greatest like human experiences I've I've ever had, um, <laughs> um, like you said, that was the closest person to you. So yeah, the closer the person, um, you know, sometimes sometimes we expect I feel like for the closest people to us to fluff us, yeah, it, which is weird because when when we go out in life, the strangers fluff us, yeah, right. Um, the strangers fluff us based on what we show them. <laughs> yeah, so then, like, we expect, you know, and then we were on this high, and we're like, okay, so why aren't you fluffing me too, Mom? Yeah. Like, 
or best friend. Yeah. But it's like, no, those people are there to check you. Right. Like, the strangers are the fluffers, and the people closest are, I'm telling you, the what's checkers, up. Right. The checkers. And so... I Wait, I like that real the, quick. So, checkers. the strangers are the fluffers, and your close people are the, the checkers. checkers. Ooh, I like that a lot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's okay. like a little game. Now I want to play like a board game. With yes, right? Fluffers and checkers. <laughs> Fluffers and checkers. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode, we create yeah, a board game. We have this patent. No one steal our idea. Thank you. <gasps> we see y'all. Wait, I thought that they could see me and I like gave them a side eye. They can't see me. You can't see us. Okay. <laughs> We're just staring into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intimidating you through the microphone. <laughs> so, what I, from, so from what I'm gathering, that person... Who's just insecure about something, and you made them feel a certain way. Um, Which I'm also can take ownership for, because I can be a little verbally aggressive yeah, sometimes. Yeah, but people need that. Yeah. And, and, and I, I sympathize with that person only in the way that I am, I enjoy criticism after the fact. I don't enjoy criticism in the moment. Like, like, in the moment, I'm just so sad and down and I, I'm hard on myself, and then I attack myself. Like I feel attacked, and like it's all like a. Whoosh. Right. But that's a part of growth, and so that person just felt like the. Whoosh, yeah. It sounds like, yeah. and whether they told you later or not, they thought about it later, right. and they probably, you know, hopefully maybe change their behavior. But yeah, I I've never ever, ever, ever gotten that vibe from you. I only. Even if I don't say it, there's some things you'll you'll say or, like, mention or talk about. And, like, in my own mind, it might be, like, a secret battle I'm facing. And I'm like, oh, like, wow, I never thought about it that way. Right. You know, like, you might be perspective. And so, I mean, I think just the older you get, you realize that, you know, if they're doing it in the right way and you're such a loving person that it's like, it's like, okay, if Rihanna is telling you what the fuck is up, right. then that's what's up. Right. Like, and you're not doing it because you want to feel big. No. You're doing it because you care. I want them to feel big too. And it's, you want them to yes. feel big and be their best person. Yes. And God, that yeah. is just, y'all, that, whew, that is that hardest shit. Cause when my, that's what I'm saying. When my boyfriend checks me. I know it's because he wants me to be a better person. But in that moment, I are, my ego is telling me, you're a great person. Your ego is blocking that. Yeah, yes. you're a great person. People love you. You're nice. You're fun. But no, you have flaws. Like, we yes. all have flaws. Oh, and you always will. You're going to be 80 years yeah. old. And have flaws. And people are going to check you. Yes, let me tell you this, or let me ask you this. Has the biggest... Maybe this might be me projecting. Has the biggest part of your growth been able to being able to check yourself, being able to know yes. that you are not perfect, being able to receive criticism, and also, like we said, be empathetic to like not realize that someone else's demise is against us. Yeah, that's been the biggest part of self growth for me. Yes, like I was telling, I was telling Rihanna before this podcast, this wasn't the best day for me, and. When my boyfriend checked me earlier in the day, I, I like, cried. Mm -hmm. And I cried for a while. And I realized it was because through my healing process, I've been trying to eliminate that trying to be perfect right. thing. Um, and I've been feeling great. I've been feeling great. And then today, I wasn't feeling great. And so, therefore, not feeling great in my mind was me not being perfect. Mm -hmm. And then him calling me out on it was 
shit, I'm not being perfect. I need to be perfect. But that's just such a, like, a trauma response. And a, it's, a, it's a response to, you know, just being a human in general. Mm-hmm. Going like, through it. Going, going through, through yeah. it. And so, yeah. And, and him, dude, being able to apologize. <laughs> being able to apologize. Not even just, like, apologize, like, sorry I did that. No, sorry I did that because I was I was feeling this way. Yeah. So apolo- that's how apologies should be structured yeah. because we should all be able to empathize. Like, yes, you're apologizing, but I understand why you're apologizing. Do you understand why you're apologizing? Right. And so my and that's another thing my boyfriend does because he's 28 and I'm 26. So and he's been married and like has two kids. Like. Right. He's been through a he's little bit a little more. Bit more yeah. yeah, he's lived he's lived a little bit more life than me. So even today he was just like I was really anxious. I was apologizing in the moment. I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And and he's like, slow down, think about it, then come back right. and and like know what you're apologizing for. for. And Oof. I'm so thankful for that because no one in my life has ever slowed me down like that. Yeah. No one. They're just like, okay, I'll take your apology and I'm going to run with it. And now I want you to be left with guilt instead of yeah. really tell me why you're Feel sorry. Feel guilty and then like, and then like make up for it. Yes. Feel guilty and then make up for it. Yes. But that's not how like apologies work. Like you owe me work. pretty much. Yeah. Right? That's not how apologies work. No. You should, in all your relationships, guys, they should be growth relationships. Growth. And like... It, my love relationship is not perfect. It's not. We have not always been perfect, but we are in this space where days like this, moments like this, we check each other. We can apologize genuinely and thoroughly and then move forward. Right. And so, yes, being able to recognize mm. myself it's been the greatest blessing. Like, Not I could almost, out, I could almost cry at this moment because, you know, like you go through life with so many just projectors. Yeah. We're all projectors. We and all we, are. We're all projectors right. at all times, at all times, and so it's rare that you meet genuine people that will take your projection and and like analyze it for you and with you. Yes. And those are the people that matter. That's why, you know, partying is fun, but it's not real. <laughs> Going out is fun, but it's not it's real. It's not going to cure your depression and your anxiety. It's constant projectors. Yes. We're all projecting. Yeah. We're all drinking and doing whatever for a reason. Like, we're low-key. We're, like, escaping, escaping. these thoughts for in the this moment. life for the moment. Yeah. But we're projecting and it's not real. Yes, it's not real. And so, yes, I agree. Heal the hardest and most amazing part of healing is is realizing my faults. Yeah, self awareness. Self and again awareness. Awareness, I'm gonna be honest with you, a lot of people, whether it's been past or present, that I can't resonate with or just look not to turn a blind eye, but it's just like Okay, when you feel how you are on a spiritual and personal level and you see that that person is not on that same level, mm-hmm. I can't reconcile with you because mm-hmm. you're not able to look at things the same way that I am. So yeah. like you said with Mike, how he's able to take your situation, if you're angry and you're projecting and he's like, wait a minute, you're saying sorry, but like, 
this is very momentarily take mm -hmm. on it you know digest it for a second mm -hmm. then let's come back and mm -hmm. hash it that is a beautiful thing because you can have a lot of people that will take your anger and play victim mm -hmm. and then use that victimization against you to make mm -hmm. you feel bad and then, then right that's a vicious manipulation. cycle manipulation <laughs> and that's a vicious cycle mm -hmm. right like you need you need understanding you need just as much as you need empathy in yourself for the yeah. world you need your partner and your close circle to have that empathy mm -hmm. right back for you because yeah. we're not also perfect right no. we have our own shit we have our own days mm -hmm. so it's like when i'm having my days and my stuff and it doesn't have to be perfect all the time, but I need you to also realize that, like, be empathetic for a second. To know that this yeah. is not me. This is a moment that I'm having. Yes. You know what I'm saying? This is not... This is a moment. This is a moment. Especially if you deal with... So then, like, mental illness... I hate the word illness. Because it makes you seem sick. Yeah. It plays, like, a huge role in all of that. Yeah. Um, More as of recently, then, too. Yeah. Right? And a lot of us, a lot of people deal with it. And just having a partner or people in your life that mm -hmm. understand it is life-changing. Yeah. It's life-changing. Um, because I'm sure many of you guys, many people, including ourselves, have dealt with other humans that are kind of just dismissive to the behavior. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie... Um, me, like me and my friend Kerrigan have mm -hmm. been best friends, okay, since 2012. What year are we in? Nine to nine years, eight years. Okay, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've been best friends. And up until about four or five years ago, four, so halfway through our friendship, Kerrigan has experienced anxiety her whole life. Mm -hmm. And... For so long in our relationship, I could not understand. I could not understand. We would go to concerts, and I didn't know why. One minute, we're having fun at the front of the concert, and the next minute, she's having a panic attack, and we have to leave the whole show. And it was very frustrating. And that's just um, one example. Or we're at a restaurant or anywhere, and I just did not understand. And to be real with you, I didn't try to. Yeah. Because I was so caught up in, You're well, okay. I'm having fun. Yes. Well, I'm like this. I'm just, my life is great. What yeah. do you mean you're not having fun? Right. And it wasn't until like half of our relationship. And I, I don't know when it was that it clicked. But it, it finally clicked. And, you know, I, I no longer ever get mad at her. I, I don't get frustrated ever with her. And I don't know if it's selfishly because I also developed anxiety right. in my like older age. But now I completely understand, and like that's something I would never get frustrated at another human for for dealing with. Yeah. So that's another huge part of it. Like another, like a lot of people aren't even self aware that they're dealing with depression, anxiety. They don't know PTSD. Yeah, they're not putting names to it. They're not putting names to it, but because it feels like a box. But right. do not feel like you're in a box. For something being off. Yes. And we feel like we're just conditioned yeah. to feel like off is bad. This is stigma. Off is bad. Right. Off is bad. Because off is bad. Need to be, on. be happy. Be productive. Get your shit done. Be on it always. Be happy. No. Always smile. Be happy. Be available. Be grateful. Yes. Right? Sometimes you don't feel grateful. Yes. And then you feel like shit when you don't feel grateful. Uh-huh. 
You feel like shit. Yeah. But, hello, human. 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 And that's why you need those people in your circle that understand. And those days you don't feel grateful, hit your girl. Yeah. Tell your mom if you're close with your mom or your dad. Tell someone you're close with how you're feeling. And I will say that's another huge step in my, um, excuse me, my healing. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but um, at least for the beginning of corona, like during the quarantine. Right. It it made me realize I was, A, like, hiding from all of my, like, mental shit I had going on. But, B, I wasn't, I was hiding from telling people. But it was easy when I was working and then getting off and working and then clubbing and then working and then clubbing and then working and then clubbing. But then when we slowed down, I realized that I was hiding so much stuff from my family, from my friends, and they were feeling it. They're like, where are you? Why aren't you texting me back? Why this? Why that? But if you're feeling a certain kind of way... Reach out to one person. Say, I'll, like, hit my best friend and be like, hey, I have not texted you in two days. I feel this way, and I'm sorry, but this is what it is. And you know what? It always feels better to get it off your chest, but the love that you receive back is even greater than That's you could greater. have expected. So, so if you're feeling just down... That, that, like, uh, oh, tell no, me. Go ahead. I would say, if you're feeling down, just please, or anxious, or if you're feeling unloved, because a lot of mental illnesses will make you feel unloved in unworthy. general, unworthy, tell one person that you love. Tell someone that you love mm-hmm. and that you trust, and I promise you, they are almost always going to just. Uplift you, uplift you and bring you and, out of it and like, embrace your shit not while you hold it you. by yourself this is what I had a point I wanted to way earlier and I forgot to bring it up but you just said that for me and I've always wanted to have this as a topic of me just ranting by myself but I'm glad we brought it up is vulnerability mm-hmm. um, in the sense of uh, it gets really destructive self-destructive always having a hard exterior it is very self-destructive to always be strong, to feel good. To I've had people where I'm like, I've called them out where I'm just like, why are you, you know, I'm trying to hang out with you, trying to whatever, and you don't reciprocate. And they're like, oh, I thought everything was fine with you. And I'm like, <laughs> shame on you because just because I have this exterior of I think everything's fine, like, that's not how I operate. I'm not going to sit here and just blab to you. Let me tell you about my problems. It's like, no, no, no. Let's sit down. Let's have a glass of wine. Let's be in person. Make eye contact. And, like, then I can tell you what the hell is going on. Yeah. And that is vulnerability. And to be able to not hold your own shit and realize that even though it's heavy, you don't always have to carry it alone. Mm -hmm. I'm still learning that. I have a very hard time with that. Because my problem is, I'm going to be very frank with you. My problem is I hold a lot of shit in. I carry it alone. And then I get angry if people don't check on me Mm -hmm. or don't ask what's wrong or don't feel Mm -hmm. like anything's wrong. When meanwhile, I'm projecting this very strong, positive, and Mm -hmm. uplifting aura. And it's so hard to sometimes, like, check myself and be like, why? Why? I can't Mm -hmm. project this 
and expect love and vulnerability yeah. and acceptance back when I'm not giving it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, and I just, I just put that into words for the first time and it's hard, but like, <sighs> baby girl, I know, I'm letting baby it girl. and it's hard Let because vulnerability, I remember my mom like was telling me like last year, cause I was saying something about like, I was talking to her probably about a guy problem and um, it's very hard for me to express my feelings and how I, whatever. And she was like, just vulnerable. Vulnerability is a strength. Vulnerability is key. And I literally shut, I'm pretty sure I shut the conversation down. I said, mm-hmm. no, I will never be vulnerable. I'm strong. No one's going to take advantage of me. I'm independent. Because it's not synonymous. It's not synonymous. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm walking away. How dare it be? How dare it be? It's never mm-hmm. synergistic. I'm good. I'm walking away. And here I am eight months, a year later. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Vulnerability is key when you're and I'm listen. I ain't perfect. I'm like two percent in with vulnerability. We're not. We're not eye to eye. We're like a toenail deep. Yeah, we're toe. I'm like dipping my big toe in the water. But from what I've experienced, the honesty and the expression behind it alone has been so rejuvenating because it's like. Okay, so real quick. Sorry, I'm all over the place with my thoughts. The biggest. The biggest hold back I think of vulnerability for me and I'm sure other people Mm. is because how you think someone else is going to take it Mm. how you think someone else is going to respond Mm -hmm. to it so it's like you do it to yourself right it's like I'm feeling Mm -hmm. this way and I really want to tell this person but they're busy and they have their own life and they don't want to hear it so Mm -hmm. I'm just going to hold it in but then you resent them later for never checking in when mm. it's really right. Like, yes, am I yes. crazy or is that just no. is that a real, is that a real cycle? That oh. is an, <laughs> that real. is the most real the most real cycle, mm. the most real cycle. And it's just like it's hard because it's hard learning things and being in it at the same time. Like it's so dude, hard. it's hard. And that's why it's like it's so beautiful that you're single. And, like, I don't regret being in a relationship, but it's so beautiful that you're single and realizing this. Yes. Um, yeah, right? Because... I can figure it out. My, so, I'm not carrying it into my yes. shit. Into my relationship. Um, because me, like, me and Mike both are very much so just now, you're... It's so beautiful that you're just, like, 23 and, like, <laughs> like really discovering this because, you know, he was married at your age. Right. I was just like in college like not even thinking about any of this and and you're just you're so right like having someone but also knowing who you can rely on and with that all of that vulnerability and when you're in a relationship when you're when you're single it's like okay I have my best friends I have my parents right boom boom but when you live with someone every single day who sees your patterns who sees your different mannerisms changing who sees this it's harder to mask what you're going through so we both will go through like ups and downs on opposite days and so like i'll be like "Ah," a crackhead one day and he's like on a low and i'm like oh my god aren't you talking to me and it's so hard and so then that affects you vice versa but 100 percent um even if you're in a relationship which i'm learning two years into a relationship Take the time to not act single and, like, be out here doing whatever, but build your own life. Yes. Build your own life and, like... Your own psyche. Your own psyche. 
Okay, so if you're in a relationship, build your own psyche and your own life outside of that. But even if you're single, building the life that you want to see is still key. Because whether you're in a relationship or not, um, we can all sit in our bed and picture a life we want to see. For sure. Right? Right. So, So actually living out and being in the life that we want to have, whether it be like with mental, physical, spiritual wellness is so important Mm -hmm. so with you already doing all of those things (laughs) trying to do (laughs) it's like you're but trying is like the beginnings trying is the start to a habit and a habit is a start to a lifestyle yeah Ooh, say that one more time girl trying habit (laughs) lifestyle i love that i love that that's it because because you were so hard on ourselves like i want to pop you <laughs> yourself you're being hard on you but girl you're trying but eventually it will be a habit and it will be your entire you only have to think twice about loving yourself right. you're gonna get to the point where you're not even thinking twice about reading every day and drinking your hot teas and Ooh, I've been on my hot tea shit oh girl <laughs> The vanilla spice today was hit. Oh, okay. Put Trader Joe's. Put, I got you. I got you. Can we go Trader Joe's shopping one day together? Should be. We should no. be like a podcast haul at Trader Joe's. Say less. I'm done. Yeah, say less. I'm so serious. Because I was almost going to go today, but I was on a budget, so I went to Aldi. Because they have the wines, too. They got the wines for the low. And the beers for the low. I want to go. Because we love beer. Here's a beer for the low. Beer for the low. I get paid tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow's Friday. Well, we can't do it. Can we do it on Thursday? <laughs> Next Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, give me a second. I get paid next Friday. I get a little excited. Okay. But yes, yes, next Thursday, let's do it. Okay. Or Friday. Or Friday. Okay. Whenever, the, whenever you We're want. We're doing Galentine's next Friday, but I know you're busy. We'll figure it out. We're Either day. Time. We're going to do a Trader Joe's haul. Haul. Okay. Tea, wine, all the things. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited because we can still take up. Talk about all the things. We're gonna talk about all the things. I might pre game that. We're gonna pre game that a little bit. I'm gonna drink the wine before the shock. <laughs> Should we drink the Aldi wine before the <laughs> We're gonna drink our Aldi wine before the Trader Joe's haul. So we can imposter in imposter syndrome. We're gonna be <laughs> little do you we're know. Imposters. Little do you know we're imposters. No, we're real. And this is so great. <laughs> I love this, but I have to pee, so we're gonna cut it off. Yes, let's be together. Okay. All right. We love you guys. Peace and blessings. Thank you for listening. She just hit the microphone if you heard a post. And um, we love you. Rant's not over. Bye. Mwah.